Yes, okay. Uh, it, it is when the uh, Prakriti and the Purusha have come together, they've become enmeshed. And now at the first level of that enmeshment, your mind is producing very high-level archetypal thoughts. These are the ultimate patterns of nature, of, of Prakriti. When, as Prakriti, Prakriti starts as light, right? And then it goes into, it evolves into a material world with all of these infinite forms. And those forms can be understood as patterns of mathematics, imagery, and language, right? So that's the mill. And our thoughts, our, our capacity to think those archetypal thoughts are the basis of science, art, uh, and uh, poetry, and all of the, the beauty of the highest human culture. And then it descends from there to the lower, more mundane levels. And that's why we use those same tools of mathematics, imagery, language, to understand the universe. They're the only tools that science has, and the only tools that our mind has, to represent the beauty of the infinite patterns of nature. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So at the same time, all of that is also maya until you rise above it. Of course. So we're trying to understand it in different ways. Would you call it that? It's definitely within maya, but it's the most beautiful level of maya. Okay. It's cosmic maya. It's not the Maya of the you know narcissistic ego, you know watching pornography or something like that, or some violence, some snuff film. You know, the, there's there's really horrible levels of Maya, right? Wars and murder and rape and right. That's Maya, uh, and, and the mind can go to those places. The mind can also go to places of very exalted thoughts of of the the nature of reality understood poetically and scientifically at the highest levels, right? And, uh, and there's great beauty in that. But it's still within Maya. And then beyond that is the transcendent uh, intelligence that comprehends it all, but it's intuitive without form, without concept, without any expression. That's when you get to that pure Paramashiva consciousness. That's the absolute. Also, so at the gross level, it's very easy to discern, just like you said. It's very easy to see uh, what Maya would be. So at the higher levels, I suppose it's much harder to. It must it must get very thin as you as you as you as you. Yes, it's transparent to that supreme beauty of, of the infinite self, mm -hmm. and it helps you to understand. At that level, you can understand your own unconscious mind. You can understand the sensor. You can understand your dreams and fantasies and the whole structure of your ego and even your, your past lives, the whole trajectory of, of reincarnation can become apparent to you. You're still in Maya, but you recognize the whole uh, relationship of your soul to all your past lives and to all the other souls in the universe. You'll suddenly know uh, your relationship and how that has evolved over time and because we're all one network of a single consciousness but it's infinitely complex if you wish to grasp that in infinite complexity that's 11th and 12th grade that Radha was talking about right? Or, or 10th and 11th if you want to go beyond it 
and graduate, then you don't need that complexity because everything becomes ultimately simple again. Right? But if you, if you want to be able to express an Einsteinian equation that wraps it all up in a unified field theory, then you need very subtle concepts that grasp mathematics and logic and all of that. Uh, but you don't need to do that. And, and you can do what Ramana did, was go beyond all of that and recognize that uh, it's all ego. If you desire to understand the universe, you still have a very big ego. You know? and, and ultimately, you want to go beyond any sense of ego at all. And then you are one with the very thing that you want to understand. It's not a thing at all.